You are listening to the Brutally Delicious Podcast, the only podcast that matters, motherfuckers. So tell me, how are you guys holding up and how are you dealing with this uh, whole quarantine nonsense? Um, we're holding up pretty good. We're the, as, as far as how we're dealing with it, we're, um, we're trying to be proactive and we're, we're the kind of people that we never really like to let any situation keep us down. If there is a fighting chance of something that we can uh, try to exercise to, to make it work for us, we will, we can, and we will, and we have. We're going to continue to. We, uh, we filmed a video, dropped a record, um, did a uh, online, basically, uh, NetFest was like our online show. It was like a 13-hour nonstop festival for free just for the kids, just to kind of try to keep everybody entertained and, and, and try to take everybody's mind away from the unforeseeable shit that's happening just outside your door. Right. Um, do you find it? Obviously, it's much different, but do you find it a lot tougher doing that, releasing records and doing that sort of shit without having that, you know, the whole promotional background than the touring and the merch and all that kind of crap? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. It's definitely a challenge. That's why it's not for everyone. But I do like the idea that everyone can do it, uh, but doesn't. And I think that's kind of what highlights what we do is the fact that, you know, anyone can do the things that we're doing, but they just choose not to. And I think, I think that's to me is the real damn story that everybody's missing. But, but I will agree with you. It is harder to do it without the, uh, the availability to go tour in support of said release. But we're trying to, I think, I think our, our availability with the bonus of, uh, 2020, the, the internet, the invent of the internet, like we can still be in everyone's prevalent lives day to day through, um, doing podcasts and, and, and Instagram and social media and what have you. It's an extension that we, that we didn't really have years ago when we started this. And, and a lot of people truly take it for granted. They just, you know, post a picture of what snack they're eating. And it's like, <laughs> if you really utilize the social media tactic and put yourself in, in contact with the people that support you, it can, it can be a really, really, really great tool. I think at the end of this, whenever it does end, we're going to see a whole new business model because, I mean, technology has always driven change, but I think it's all going to be a whole new business model in the music business. Don't you agree? Oh, I agree. I agree. I think this, what this did is it showed everyone, don't get comfortable because as soon as you do get comfortable, you're fucked. Because a lot of what we have noticed with a lot of the uh, parent companies, so to speak, the fact that we're independent and independently ran, that is a benefit to us. We never stopped throughout COVID, through all of it. We never stopped where parent companies legitimately shut down business, which leaves band A, B, C, and D just sitting on their hands where band A, B, and C, and D would normally get their ass in a van or a fucking tour bus and go out and hit the road and make some bread, make some noise, still keep their name alive. They can't do that anymore. So every avenue, every foreseeable avenue on the paper that you go to extend to try to stay alive, so to speak, or keep your idea or your concept alive, it's, it's fucked. So it's like it really, really made people think outside the box, and those who are incapable to be visionaries really suffered from this, and it shows interesting chris that is interesting you know and it i do agree with you that that's the story no one's talking about is that 
people often rise in times of crisis. But true. During this era, we're seeing a lot of people like kind of hibernate instead of expand if that makes any sense. It it absolutely does. And and I think it unfortunately, and I'm not trying to and I'm not saying this in any way uh to to fucking suck our own dicks or or to to belittle <laughs> anyone else, but I think that it's 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 what what it is is it's people are scared. People are scared to take a chance, to fuck up, to, to have people, ha-ha, you fucked up. So it's that scaredness that makes them hibernate because I'll just come out when everything's better. Well, here's a fucking note, motherfucker. What if it doesn't get better? You're just going to stay asleep forever? Right. That's the, part, that's the part that the visionaries and the people who aren't afraid or, or who, who go, even if they are f- afraid, they got the fucking balls to be like, fuck it. What's the worst that can happen? I fall on my face, I get back up, and I try again. It's those kind of people that are actually seeing growth and seeing opportunity open up in the face of fucking a pandemic and, and with everything being so crazy. So I think if other people maybe took a chance... It, it, their situation would be better. I can't say every situation, but I would say it, it can't hurt. What's the worst thing that can happen? You get out and you socialize with some of your fans that have supported you through the years that most of these fucking artists blow off like they're not shit to begin with, and now you're shut in your house and you have nothing else to do. Why not dedicate one hour a week? Why not dedicate 20 minutes a day on social media and chat with a few people in the comments and just ex- extend that love and that, hey, I might not be here on this form, but I'm here in this form. And I think it really shows. It speaks volumes, but, but again, it's not the story that everyone talks about. It's interesting. We talk to a lot of people. I mean, we do this a lot, and I sure. don't know. I don't know very many people that have had that take on it, and I can't say that you're wrong. I think that makes a whole lot of sense. No, a lot of the conversations I mean, we've had have been people saying, "Well, we're not we're not sure if we're going to release a record, or we're going to release a single, but not a record right now because, well, mm-hmm. we don't know if we can get out and tour, and blah blah blah." And there's always like, "We should do this, but kind of attitude." Oh yeah. And that's, it's, it's, it's unfortunate. It really is because, and I can't speak for all of those people, but I got to assume, I have to assume that, I mean, with you guys' platform and the people that you talk to, the volume of people, I have to assume that a good percentage of those people are signed to major labels, which in some of their senses, to, to their credit, their hands are tied. And there's really nothing they can do aside from personal. Now, now what you do doesn't monetarily benefit you. And again, that's what shows. It's like everything that we do doesn't monetarily benefit us. We do things because we love the people who love us. For the longest time, we just wanted to be heard. You know what I mean? Then when you get heard, you want to be seen and you want to be remembered. And, and the, you keep going up the ladder of expectations. But I think it's, it's people forget to, to thank the core that put them in the place and the position that they are. A lot of times people like fucking start drinking their own fucking Kool-Aid, so to speak. And they think they are a star and forget how quickly that can be taken from them. That's a good point. That's Holy a- cow. That's a great point. Preach it, brother. <laughs> I know. Hey, hey, you know, I, this isn't my first rodeo, bro. I've been, we've been doing this for so long. And that's one thing that I'm like, so, so blessed. And so, so like, just, I try to stay focused is to be like, don't ever drink your own fucking Kool-Aid, man. As soon as you got here, you, it can be taken away from you. So appreciate what you have. And, and I don't think a lot of people like, that's the thing. Another thing I fucking hate is this too cool for school, rock and roll attitude. Fuck you. Get out of here with that shit, man. There 
There are so many people, starving artists, you kick a fucking garbage can and painters and rock and roll stars and gig, everybody crawls out of it because they all want to be, everybody wants to be something. So to be in that position where you have it and you're too cool to say thank you or to show love back to the people that put you there, I think that that speaks volumes and not in a good way. Right. Yeah. So um, when I was going through uh, your Wikipedia page there, the first mm-hmm. record was 1997. Did you imagine that, what is it now, 2020, so 23 years later, or 22 years yep. later, whenever it started, that you would actually still be doing this with the same amount of passion you started with? Uh, no, truthfully, no. Um, honestly, I think I have more passion now than I did before because I think when you when you see gains or when you see uh, uh, return in, in, in what you do, it makes you, it makes you want more. It, it's a, it's a craving aspect. You know what I mean? Like you, you bust your ass and you get, you know, what you get. And then you're like, Holy fuck, if I busted my ass double time. So I think my work ethic for me and Paul and George and my whole team, really our work ethic now has grown. You know, I'd love to say, you know, a hundred percent more than it was, but clearly, I mean, realistically, probably 50% more than it had when we started because the, the stakes are different now. The, 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 the whole entire game in some aspects is completely different. At that one point, we, again, like I said, we just wanted to be heard and we wanted to have that voice out there. And as you obtain certain levels of the game, you, you crave for other things. And, and then once you, in hindsight, you know, obviously everybody says hindsight's a motherfucker. You know what I mean? It's like looking <laughs> at a lot of things. Looking at, right, well, come on, you know, 27 years, you know what I mean? Hindsight, looking at some things, a lot of the time was wasted on unimportant shit. Right. What what would that what would that unimportant shit be? uh, Giving a fuck what people think about you, um, catering to taking 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 the time to address people who don't like you rather than loving and supporting those who do. Those are two major factors. Without wasting a whole bunch of time on negative shit, those are two negative things that, in hindsight, if we could go and, and eliminate, I think we would probably we would have added a year or two in in you know speed up and in fucking dial up time to uh, get us where we are here, and so to speak, you know. Bruce, it's unfortunate, but I mean, it's like you live and you learn, as they say. You know what I mean? And I don't want to sound like Father Time over here or nothing, but you know, <laughs> we we have been blessed to to play this game for a while. So I have seen some shit, and I've heard some shit, and I am just in some sometimes in awe at how things happen. And a lot of times I believe that everything happens for a reason. So sometimes I believe that I, I heard or seen or was, you know, privy to things to, to help shape the person that I want to be. All right. So lastly, I know we, we only had a few minutes, but I wanted to talk about Rose Petal. That's pretty sure. timely. That's pretty timely as well. Did you guys have a lot of input into that video or is that did you guys do most of your own stuff or is that something from the outside? Well, it was it was a uh, it was a collective effort uh, again with the whole COVID situation. Uh, a lot of people were you know triangulated to their home and stuff like that. So we all kind of filmed our green screen parts respectively and gave it to this new director dude and uh, and he was able to put all of it together in this and, and we kind of you know kicked it back and forth you know through the uh, email process. Excuse me and uh, and and we just started liking what we were seeing more and more and it was just such a different take. 
And, and it was funny when we were watching it all together as a team, you know, some of our guys were, were chiming in with their own ideas of what they thought it was like, or, or did they think it was too, you know, like, and, and, and the overall consensus was, wow, this is really now, this is really weird now. And I'm like, I love it. I don't, you know, it's a, it's a different, it's a different layer to the, to the videos that we've offered in the past. So, so like, I always love that evolution of, uh, you know, staying in the, the forefront of shit. Right. And I think it works. I mean, like I said, originally it's, very, very That's timely, awesome. and I don't know if that was—I don't know if that was the uh, the uh, you know original intention or not, but. No, no. To be honest, to be honest, it's like oh, I, it's I, I really like didn't have. This. Yeah, yeah, no, no, it's that, and that's great, and that that goes to show that it was really meant to be. Um, I, I didn't really have any expectations for it, other than the fact that I was just my only expectation was that it would it would it would like be like a glove for for the song and like actually push it so that like a lot of times video and visual is very tricky in that regard, like where you watch something and you and, and it's like. You know, you don't, you don't understand that you're taking in the song. And a lot of times it's vice versa where you're just listening to the song and you're not paying to it or, or paying attention rather to the visual. And this one was kind of like a hand in hand for both. So, yeah, absolutely. For what do you guys have planned? Uh, you guys have planned next. It seems like you're always constantly working here, right? <laughs> we um, are currently getting ready to release in the beginning of the year. We have a, a, another extension arc of our comic book on SourcePoint Press, Haunted Highons. It's called The Green Book. Starting a new comic book arc with that. We have a Halloween EP slated and a 20th anniversary freak show live uh, experience that you'll be able to watch from your couch. And it is like nothing like un unlike anything that we've done so far. So I think that's kind of going to raise the bar behind the scenes for us to do. I, I want to hope I'm hoping I'm saying this with you guys. Now I haven't said this publicly, any, but, but I think when people see the freak show experience and it raises that bar, so to speak, I think people are going to be like, you need to do more of this, or I'm hoping that it may start a trend where you see more bands do this, but literally a visual for every ID on the CD will be offered. And, and it's just, it, it is experiences like the, 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 the blanket statement for what it is. It is Freak Show, 20-year celebration, and it's amazing. We also have a rock record and a rap record that are both getting ready to release. So we got like tentatively three, three albums that are floating out in the, in the Twisted Sphere and um, all kinds of Halloween fun. You know, like Halloween's Christmas for us, so you know oh, we got to yeah. get down. And I'm sure you're you missing know. the real stage. Yeah. Oh, of course. You know, but, but I have things to, I have things to wipe my tears with because we have our brand new, uh, knuckleheads toys that are action figures that are getting ready to release, uh, coming here. in I want to say this week, uh, forgive me if I'm wrong. This was sometime in October. I know we're looking at the seventh or the, or what, what are we looking at the fifth today? Yeah. The fifth. Okay, today's the 5th, so it's either the 7th or the 12th, I want to say. It, uh, the toys are going to hit the web store, and they're fucking awesome, to say the least. It's a passion project we've been working on for, I don't know, fucking three years now. And, uh, and finally, they're in. They look great. They're four-color window boxes, one-six scale, you know, just, or pardon me, not one-six scale. One-six scale would be, what, 12 inches tall? These are probably <laughs> one-fourth. One-fourth. I, I didn't know there was going to be math, goddammit. I'm trying to pitch this to you and sound all cool, and I got my shit fucked up. <laughs> but shit happens. But anyway, they're beautiful. They're beautiful fucking action figures. I'm a toy lover. My brother's a toy lover. And, and like, it has just been something that we wanted to do for such a long time. And our creative team did some fun little variants. So like, we got a lot of fun shit, man. Halloween is going to be Christmas around this motherfucker. And we got music on tap. That's one thing that we were very prevalent about doing 
was making sure that the core who enjoys what we do will have something to vent with. You can, you can rely on us for that. I might not be able to come and play a show for you where you'll be in the same room, but I promise you, you'll have new content. You'll have fun, new visuals to watch. Every Wednesday we do RG Dam pod and it's live. And it's just like anywhere from a half an hour to some cases, an hour and a half of us just on the call and everybody can type in and chime in on the the subjects and, you know, it's just a good time. We try to make ourselves accessible as much as possible because we know that, that, that people need something. The same reason you guys do this, you know, right. to provide that, to provide that entertainment to those who are like, oh man, there's nothing to do. I'm putting on their podcast. Right. You know what I mean? Well, I'm, well, I'm fixing my car. I'm fucking doing whatever, mowing the goddamn lawn. It, <laughs> these things like this right now are what get us through our day. So props to you gentlemen for doing that. Thank you so much for having me on. You know, I love it. I appreciate it. I wish I could see you again. I saw you guys. I was telling Chris, I saw you guys back up. I think the last time back on Warped. Oh, fuck that? yeah. Dude, Warp was the shit, man. Warp was a great run. I'm glad we got to do that before it was all said and done. And in, tw- in, in typical twisted fashion, uh, we, we get to come in right at the end of it when it's going down. But if we would have been on that two, three years before that, I, I feel we'd be way, way bigger than we are now. I mean, just the love and acceptance we got on that last run was monumental for us. It was great. And just kind of showed us, too, that, that think outside the hemisphere. It's not always about just this inner circle, like, you know, cause again, when we talked about wasting time about what people think about you, a lot of that was uh, a full kind of perspective on us always being like, well, don't try to listen to anybody else hear this. They're not going to like it. And that kind of fucked up thinking kept us away from many a market with that kind of thinking. You would have never have been talking to me today about rose petals. Right. You know what I mean? So it's like, it's just, again, hindsight, good shit, fun times, awesome. live and learn. Stay to your goals. God damn it. Chris, Bruce, don't let them fucking tell you different. <laughs> I feel like well, I just went to it, church guys. and I'm not even a religious guy. That's what I said. He's totally you know what I mean? Hey, man, church is a state of mind. God damn it. You are listening to the Brutally Delicious podcast. The only podcast that matters, motherfuckers. Thank That's you, gentlemen, for taking your time to talk to me. Thank I you. I a bumper and you beat me to it. So thank you very much. No worries, man. I appreciate y'all. You give me a jingle anytime you want to chop it up. I'll talk to you then, man. Be well, my friend. Take care. Bye. Take care, brother. Bye. Y'all take it easy. Another good one. (laughs) That guy was awesome. (laughs) (laughs) I don't even think we talked. No, we just talked, but he was preaching. Oh, yeah. I loved it. That was great. All right. Hey, this is Dewey Halpas, host of Peer Pleasure on the Sound Talent Media Podcast Network. Join me each week as I explore another long-form conversation with one of your favorite musicians, actors, comedians, or creatives. From Chino Moreno of the Deftones, John Gorley of Portugal the Man, to Fat Mike from NoFX, and Ian MacKay from Fugazi and Minor Threat, we go all over the map. From Fallout Boy to Slayer, peer pleasure has it all. Check us out now on Sound Talent Media.